You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 82. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So if you just found me, Welcome, my friend. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I appreciate that you're here. Today, we're going to talk about hunger and fullness, in particular, fullness. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached, and let's dive in. Now, one of the foundations of everything I teach is learning how to eat naturally. And by naturally, I mean learning how to eat just like you did when you were a child. You didn't really think about food all day long unless you were conditioned to. But from birth, you most likely wanted to eat when you were hungry and you wanted to stop eating when you were no longer hungry. And in between, you played, you hung out, you did things. So unless your parents trained you to associate food with happiness or love, you didn't think about it unless you were hungry. Now, I know many of you right now are saying, that was me. I always thought about food. But when we're born, we don't have those thoughts. We can't. We simply act instinctually. When we're a baby, we're empty, and that sends a signal that we need to cry to survive, to get fed. So everything that you went through in your childhood when you wanted food and tried to make yourself feel better with food or sweets is something learned. The good news is you can learn something different, even if it's been many, many years. But let's go back for a minute to hunger and fullness. Today, we're going to talk about fullness in general what it feels like, and what you're used to feeling, and how you generally describe your fullness, and why you may be used to feeling more full than you need to be. Because fullness means something to us emotionally, and I want you to start looking at your fullness more objectively. And you may get used to being overly full, and that can be a big change in your life, your eating, your body. So we're going to look at that. And then we're going to look at what your new physical goal is, how you want to feel at the end of each meal. So let's talk about fullness for a little bit. So you know that in my program and everything I teach, I use a hunger scale. Now, many people who've written many books use different hunger scales. Some of them go from zero to 10, zero being empty and 10 being really stuffed. Some are zero to five, some are one to five. So there is so many. And if the one that I use does not appeal to you, feel free to use one that you relate to more. I do have some clients who say, I don't like those numbers, but they come up with their own and that's okay. But here's what I want to say. If you don't like the scale I'm about to describe, pick another one. Don't just be random and general and say, yeah, I'm just using a mental scale. I just know if I'm hungry or not. Part of the way you can get over eating, get over your overeating when you're not hungry is by quantifying a physical feeling that you have in your body. The reason I want you to do that is that hunger is very subjective. Not only is it subjective where everyone in the world feels different feelings in their body, but it's almost impossible to describe 
without putting a number on it. Because what you may describe as very hungry or very full might be comfortable or normal to me. So in order for us to all get on the same page, we're going to use the physical hunger scale that I use today. And it goes from a minus 10 to a plus 10. And you've heard me talk about it in some very early podcasts. So minus 10 is really starved. Most of us in this country, hopefully if you're on this call, you're never going to really feel at a minus 10. You'd be possibly sick, very weak, and not in a good place. Now at the other end of the scale is a plus 10, and that would be so full that you're in pain. That might be the feeling that you have after a binge or even after an extreme, extreme Thanksgiving. It's not a feeling you want to have. It's not a feeling you walk around with every day, but some of us have been there before. So if minus 10 is super hungry and plus 10 is super full, where do you want to be? The way that I see it is that you want to be somewhere in the middle. You want to be lightly hungry and lightly full. You want it to flow from a gentle, nice hunger where when you finally sit down and eat, you're really going to appreciate your food. It's going to be delicious to you because you have just the right amount of hunger. And you're going to flow from that to lightly full, lightly satisfied, not where you have to unbutton your pants and lay down on the couch, not that Thanksgiving feeling, just comfortable and satisfied. So you're going to aim to go from a minus two, lightly hungry, to a plus two, comfortably full comfortable or satisfied. I don't actually even like to use the word full because to me, my interpretation of full, I picture a pitcher full of water. I don't want my stomach to be full. I just want it to have enough in it for it to be satisfied for me to not be thinking about my next meal. But as I said, everyone interprets fullness differently. If I want you to be comfortably satisfied from a minus two or maybe even a minus three to a plus two or a plus three, that means that you're going to be comfortable. But a lot of you are used to stopping eating at a much higher number. You're used to being uncomfortable, but you're so used to it that you think that's the way it should feel when you finish eating. Many people don't feel satisfied unless they're stuffed. Many people go to a restaurant and don't feel like they got their money's worth unless they leave the restaurant really full and uncomfortable and kind of laughing about it and, you know, enjoying what they ate. But that's the norm for them. So going back to the numbers, the reason I want you to put a number on your fullness and on your hunger is simply that I want you to get honest and objective and really clear on when you should stop eating. Because if you're here to normalize your eating and to stop overeating and emotional eating, and even to stop binging, one thing you really want to get in touch with is what is enough? And when are you at that point of enough? Many people I work with do so many things well and so many things right, and they have a total understanding of what we're doing, and sometimes their weight just doesn't budge. And when we investigate it further, usually it seems like they are just stopping past what I would consider a two or a three, and yet they're not uncomfortable. They're not laying down, they're not bloated and opening up their pants, they're comfortable only because that's the norm. 
So what do you want to get used to feeling every day after you've eaten? I don't want you to feel hungry. I don't want you to feel starving. I don't want you to feel like you're not getting enough and you feel restricted and constantly thinking about food. Sometimes you're constantly thinking about food because you're used to using food instead of feeling feelings. But sometimes you're constantly thinking about food because you're too empty and it's signaling your brain to help you get some food. That's what your brain is supposed to do. It's supposed to wake you up and say, okay, we don't want you to starve. Let's go get something to eat. It's time. I want you to stop eating when you are lightly satisfied, a two or a three. What that means is that if someone said to you, come on, let's take a walk after dinner, you would say, sure. And you wouldn't feel uncomfortable. You wouldn't feel sluggish. You wouldn't feel exhausted. In the emotional arena, you also wouldn't feel guilty and you wouldn't feel mad at yourself and you wouldn't feel frustrated. The goal is not to end sooner than you need. The goal is not to use this hunger scale and fullness scale as a way to diet. It's truly not. It's not for you to say, well, if I stop at a two, that means that my weight will start slowly normalizing and going down to what it should be for my body. But if I stop sooner, maybe I'll lose weight faster. No, if you truly don't give yourself enough food at any given time, your body is going to give a signal to your brain and your brain is going to wake up that old lower brain animal part of your brain that's going to tell you that you're not getting enough to eat and it's going to send you on a mission to probably get more than you need. So what does lightly satisfied really mean? What does a plus two or a plus three feel like? It feels like, could you eat a little bit more if someone asked you that question? Yes, you probably could, but do you need to? I want you to stop doing what you've always done because I want you to get used to feeling lighter, not empty, not so empty that in one hour you need to eat again, because I'd like you to eat enough to hold you for two or three or four hours but not enough to hold you for seven hours. And if you have a lot of extra weight to lose, even if you ate a lot at one meal and it held you for six or seven hours, you probably are eating at that scheduled time anyway, because that's the habit that you're in. That's what you're used to. So if you feel like you probably could squeeze a little more in, what I want you to do is experiment with not doing that. What if you didn't add the extra food just because your stomach could hold it? Remember, your stomach can stretch. It's muscular. And if you're used to eating a lot of food, this may be an adjustment period. Because if you're used to eating a lot of food, and if you're used to binging, your stomach is used to being stretched often and a lot. And so you may not register the feeling of fullness for a little while. So I want you to go by what typical portion sizes are. Notice that the size of your stomach when it's not stretched and when it's empty is approximately the size of a closed fist. 
but it's meant to expand. You're not meant to eat only that amount of food. You're meant to eat at least a couple of handfuls of food. Now, different foods have different compositions, right? So if you're only eating lettuce, and I sure hope you're not, lettuce is mostly water. And when you chew lettuce, it's going to make you feel full for about five minutes. And then when it's chewed up, and starts to be broken down, you will be hungry very, very, very quickly. So your goal is to stop when you're just comfortably satisfied, but not over. So you don't start feeling like you're carrying something around, something weighty in your stomach. You feel satisfied, but light. And I want you to get used to looking for that feeling and knowing what number you would put on it. When we're full, when you're very, very full, sometimes because we're so used to being overly full, we associate it, especially if you're an emotional eater, you associate the feeling of fullness with comfort. You may associate it with being warm and cozy and taken care of because you don't feel like moving. You're just cozy on a couch. And so that emotional transference, that emotional feeling that you're giving to the food, which can't really make you feel anything but empty or full, you're giving the food the job of making you feel good and warm and taken care of. Now, food can only fill you up and give you nutrients but it can't make you feel anything emotionally. But a lot of us associate the full feeling with safety and with peace and with calmness. I want you to start challenging that because safety and comfort and calm come from your mind, not your stomach. They come from your mind and they come from your thoughts. They come from whatever you're telling yourself about what is going on around you. And if you want to feel comforted and comfortable and cozy and loved and warm, then I suggest that you start figuring out first, what are you feeling and what's creating the feelings that you have right now? We know it's your thoughts, right? But what are those thoughts that create the feeling of not being loved or warm or cozy or cared for? And then figure out what you need to create those feelings. But I want you to start disconnecting the feeling of fullness with something that means you're good, you're safe, you're cozy. If feeling a little bit lighter, and I don't mean empty, but if feeling a little bit emptier than you're used to feeling feels scary to you, it's because it's so different than what you're used to. Your physical goal is to feel light like you can physically get up and do things, not like you want to take a nap. I have told you before, but here's what I'm going to mention again. Figuring out when to start eating at what your physical hunger level is and figuring out when to stop eating what your physical fullness or satiation level is are really two different things. They're two opposite ends of what we're trying to do, of what you're trying to accomplish. I always suggest when somebody's starting with this to break it down into two parts. Figure out when you're hungry and when to start eating and get used to it. Then when you've mastered that, then I want you to figure out when to stop eating. 90% of everyone I work with has a much tougher time figuring out when their body has had enough food 
versus when they're actually hungry and want to eat. Most of us can tell when we want to eat. Now, if you've been eating for all kinds of different reasons other than hunger, that may be something that you'll need to work on too. But what I'm focusing on right now in this podcast is how to tell when to stop eating. So this is what I want you to focus on for this week. Pick any one meal. Don't be vague about it. Be very specific. I want you to sit down when you're alone so you can really pay attention to yourself and put some food on a plate in front of you. And let's assume that you've already assessed your hunger. Let's assume that you know that you're definitely hungry and you're nicely hungry. You're not overly hungry. You're comfortable. You like what you have on your plate. You've put a reasonable amount on there. Now, just because you put a reasonable amount of good food on your plate doesn't mean that's it. Now you clean your plate. It means you still pay attention. Because the decision of what and how much you put on your plate is a mind decision. But this decision of when to stop eating and even when to start eating is a body decision. So you make the mind decision, you know you're hungry from your body, you put the food on your plate, you decide what it's going to be, and then you eat. But periodically, you need to pause and check in to see what's going on in your body. Are you still hungry? Pay attention. Get to know what a zero feels like for you, a neutral. Get to know what a plus one feels like for you. And get to know what a two or at most a three feels like to you. And that's your signal to stop. It may take you 20 times of doing it because you're in the habit of going beyond. That's okay. Let's just get started and let's get you used to getting really good at knowing your number. So I want you to be able to put a number on your hunger and fullness, but here in particular, your fullness when you stop eating. Even if you go beyond a two or a three, let's put a number on it so we're all on the same page and then we can work from there. Now that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. And you know what you're going to stay focused on. You're going to stay focused on figuring out when, by numbers, to stop eating, and you're going to work on it. If you're new, don't forget to check the show notes so you can learn about all the things I've been working on for you, different ways to connect with me, learn about the groups that I'm running for emotional eating and binge eating, and learn about some products I'm creating. And don't forget, especially if you're new, to grab a copy of my full-length book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss, because it's available on Amazon, but for you, I'm giving you a downloadable copy today at no charge at all. And it's a helpful book. It has a lot of exercises that we talk about here on the podcast. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both that emotional eating and the binge eating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do because we know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I'll see you next week.